Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. But like what we want to talk about today is sacrifice or praise. You know, there are different kinds of praise. And there is one that is sacrificial. So that means that it is a praise that comes from, um, from the depths that is not dependent. Even it's a praise that can be, can be given, especially in times of struggles. And as we, as we go through these scriptures, we trust that God would make it real for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we'll go first to Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk chapter 3. From verse 16 to 19. It says, When I had my body trembled, my lips quivered at the voice, the rottenness entered entered my bone and I trampled in myself. He said that I may rest in the day that I may rest in the day of trouble. When it comes up on my people, it would it would invade them with his troops. Let's read them please. Yeah. And he says that though the fig tree, so that means though in these times the fig tree may not blossom. Though the fruit in the vine, though no, 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 the fruit on the vine, though the labor of the olive may fail, though the field, the, though the fields yield no food, though the, the flock may be cut off from the floor, floor, he said, dead be no head in the storm. So that means that he's describing a disastrous issue. A place where there is famine, where there is joblessness, where there is no productivity in the land. He said, yet, I will rejoice in, my, in, in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Now, please, notice that there is a transition from the point of the, the, the vision of, not the vision, the reality of no food, no productivity, the land is, 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 is being, the land is responding in a negative way. He said, now he said, yet I will rejoice. Now he said, this is, verse 19 now said, this is the response of God. The Lord, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like a deer's feet. He will make me walk on high heels. But what am I trying to point out? I won't first of all say to us, because at times, when we focus on praise, we focus on what ought to happen. Whereas praise is supposed first of all to focus on the person of who God is. Mm. Then, as a result, that is why you did not see that it, it did not jump from verse 16 to verse 19. It went through the process. 
He said, even though all these things, he said, yet would I praise God. Let's look at again another man that in the circumstances, their focus, see, their focus was not on God solving the issue. Their focus was on God. We are grateful for, we want to praise you. And we'll begin to look at what exactly did these people see. Acts chapter 16. This is the story of Paul and Silas. The Bible says, and when they had laid many stripes on them, they, were, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a... So, after they had beaten them well, the Bible says that, the Bible says that after, after they had beaten them well, the Bible says that, it said, it said, it said having received such, such charge, he says, he says, he says, he says they were put in the inner prison and fastened their, fastened in their stalks. So they kept them securely. They, they fastened their feet. That means that when they were tied, they were tied in such a way that they couldn't move. So in this kind of circumstances, they had no reason to do what they've done. They could have said, God, see how bad situation is for me. So the Bible now says, if we read on, the Bible says that, but in the midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and they were singing hymns to God. And the prisoner listened to them. Now, please, I want to point out to us, that their praise was not because that they could get out. Mm. They were just doing their normal thanksgiving. Why, why, why did I say that? Because if you go on to verse 20, let's be, uh, no, um, okay, okay, verse, what, sorry, don't, don't worry, it was, the Bible says, if you read later on, the, the jailer came and said, ah, are you guys there? Paul said, we are here. What I'm trying to say is that if their praise was to get rescued, immediately the door opens, they will run. So what am I trying to point out is this. What did these men see? What understanding did they have that even in the midst of their challenges, they understood gratitude? They understood gratitude. Romans chapter 4. This is a man called Abraham. At the age of 80, he hasn't given that to a child. And the Bible says, after God promised, the Bible says he was convinced in the character of God. He said, being fully convinced that he that had promised but the Bible says that if you read verse um, 20, it says he, he strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. He did not say that things were good. Because the next verse said that he had, he had confidence in the character of God. So in times of trouble, in times when we don't know what to do, 
it is understanding who God is. What God has done is what made those men able to sink in prison. That after their body was being beaten and they were, they were tied in such a way that I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So look, their, their feet were tied to the, ground, to, to the ground. So even the pain, they cannot even rub it. They were bleeding. And yet in their bleeding, they started to turn up. I am not here to say to you, this is not what I'm, we, we, the first focus is not, if I thank God, my prison will open. That's not what we are talking about. What we are talking about is, is, is developing an attitude of gratitude in these times. And the only way we can know those things is when we understand the character of God. When we understand what God has done. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. That is the main text that we are going to be looking at. Now, before we get to the part that, the verse 15 that talks about the sacrifice of praise, it is important that we read that scripture in context. So, before we get to the sacrifice of praise, See where Paul started, Paul was talking from. He said, Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. What is he talking about? Is that no matter what, see, for you to be able to give God gratitude in the midst of chaos, in the midst of lawlessness, it is because you understand one thing first, that the character of God does not change from one from one by season. God doesn't change by season. God doesn't change when the circumstances change. Mm. In fact, the, the, there is a way that they worship God and they say, they call him the unchangeable changer because he doesn't change. And once you know that, the days you, are, you have food to eat, the days you have no food to eat, it is irrelevant because the person that you are giving gratitude to mm is a constant God. And it's important that when Paul was born to talk about praise, he had to start from the fact that you have to understand that Jesus has not changed. Jesus has not changed. He said, do not be carried away by various strange doctrines. For it is good for, for it is good that your hearts be established in grace, not in food which profited those that have which 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 have not profited those who have been occupied by them. What he's saying is that let's go back to that scripture. Sorry, the, what what we are saying here is that he said, let's see in this truth that jesus never changed we are getting to the point of offering sacrificial praise he said let your heart be established in that grace if your heart is not established you will not be able to respond in fact if the heart of peter or paul was not established they would be crying in fact, if Peter's heart was not established, 
when he was in prison, the Bible will not say Peter went to sleep. The, their heart was established on the character of God. Their heart was established on the character. That's why Paul was saying, let your heart first of all be established. Now, when he was talking about fruits, he was writing to the, to the Hebrews who were, who, 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 according to the whole testament. Yes, we don't know. He says, for we have an altar from which those who serve in the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of, of those animals who were brought into the sanctuary by the high priests for sin were burnt outside the camp. Let's read it, please. Therefore, Jesus also, in, in that, in that he might be sanct that he might sanctify us by his own blood, offered up himself and offered up, suffered outside the gate. Now, what is he talking about? In those days, they, when they, when they, when a, when when somebody when somebody sins. They bring the, 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 the lamb of for atonement and they take that sacrifice first. They take that sacrifice to the priest and they take it outside and it is sacrificed. Now, when they kill that lamb, that particular type of sacrifice, the priest do not have right to eat from it. We will talk more, maybe we some other time, we will talk more about that. But the Bible says now, Jesus also, just as they took that lamb outside that bull, outside, and they sacrificed it, so also did Jesus do that for us so that we can be sanctified. How does that, how, how does that work? One thing is this, is that when you understand that the first thing that you are supposed to be grateful for is the redemption of your soul. That alone will establish your life of grace. That is why when David was going to talk, David said, do not forget his, 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 his mercies. He, he, said, he said, why are you quiet within my soul? He said, do not, do not forget his mercy. He that forgave you of all your sins, because that is the first foundation of gratitude that can be established and cannot be shaken. I can remember one day that I was, I was, I was working, I was, I was doing a postman's job then, and I was, I got, I got a good news about something, and I was dancing on the road, and God said to me, God said. You are dancing like this because I gave you this. He said, which day have you given me thanks because of the salvation, the price my son paid? What was that was Paul was saying that as Paul was laying the foundation of praise, he was laying a very strong foundation so that your life of praise may not go up and down. 
So he said the first foundation is that you know just as the lamb was taken out as sacrifice for sin, Jesus was 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 taken, was killed, you know, God got and was positioned outside. As a, as, as, as a point to say that those, those words, that is the sin offering. He said, therefore, let us go out together with him, bearing his reproach. So because Jesus, what is he saying is that there will be times, see, in this journey of gratitude, there will be times where people will be saying, what exactly are you supposed to be grateful for? Why are you happy with all these things that is going on? What is the reason for gratitude? He said, he said, he said, he said, let us step out. There will be reproach in this journey of showing gratitude to who Jesus is. The, the, the celebrating Jesus now would become a thing of mockery. Mm. And that's why he said, he still, we have to come back to praise. But he said, you have to pray. And you see, it's, at times it's interesting that when we get to talk about praises, and we'll, we'll get to that point, we don't realize that, you know, there is a sense of bearing the reproach of Christ when it comes to the praises of sacrificial praise. It's not the praise that you do when, when everything is good. But it is called a sacrificial praise. He said, he said, for we know that we have a we, we, we know that we know so for here for here we have no continuing city, but we seek a city that is to come. We are excited, not only because that everything is good here, but we have a town, we have a city that is coming ahead. Now, when we all have an understanding of who Jesus is and the sacrifice that he made, our gratitude will be, would, will, our, our praise will have that foundation for us. It's interesting that he said, he said, he said, we have an altar that those that manage in the tent, in the tabernacle, cannot partake of it. Because God is understanding in Jesus' name. Let's go to Psalm 47 as we quickly. That's why Psalm 47 says, God is the king of all the heads. Sing praises with understanding. So that means that when you are rolling on the ground, showing gratitude to God, the first thing you are saying is, God, it could, I could have, my life could have ended as a result. I could have ended, close my eyes today and go to hell. Mm. The fact that I can, the fact that you came for me and you died for me, I am grateful. When we go to Let's Go chapter. Um, 16, because he was talking about the, that's where the Bible talks about. Now, the Bible says, now this is what they do. The bull of, of, for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood, blood were brought to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp. So that means that that bull, and I will explain to us a little bit, 
why some are why you have the bull offering and the and the goat offering. The bull is for the priests. And one of the reasons why I believe that God said the bull is going to be for the priest that the consequences of that one sin is greater. You see Leviticus chapter 4. Go to Leviticus chapter 4. Sorry, just, he, said, he said, speak to the children of Israel saying, if a person sins unintentionally against any of the commandments, God, that God was a killer. He said, if they sin unintentionally, he said, he said, he said, in a commandment of the Lord, in anything which ought not to be done, and does say, does any one of them, if if the now verse three said, if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people. So that means that the problem is that. The consequences of the sin of, of the priest does not only affect him, it affects his congregation. That is why I can just say at this point that, you know, as people in leadership, that is why Paul was saying, you know, Paul said at the time, he said, he said, brothers and, brothers and sisters, he said, I beg you, every one of us hold not to be teachers. He said, because the he said, he said, because when the, 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 um, uh, when the judgment of God, he said, those who teach, they will be judged more harshly. That's what Paul said. Mm. So Paul said, please, please don't, this teaching is not for everybody. Is it just that people say, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. When Paul was talking, he's like, you have it in the scriptures. I beg you, my brethren, teaching is not for everybody. Why? Because the consequence is far greater. And we see that also played here. When we're talking about the priesthood. Now, if you go to verse 22, just, just like, now, he says, yeah, God bless you. Sorry, go to the previous one, please. Just, he, said, he said, then he shall offer the, the, the young bull with that blemish and as a sin of him. Let's go to verse 22. Now, he said, but when a ruler, now, he hasn't even talked about, he hasn't talked about the, the young, the normal human beings. He said, when a ruler sinned and has done something intentionally of, and committed um, and anything of the commandment of the Lord, and he, or the Lord is God, in anything which he should not be done, and is guilty, or if he sins, as committed comes to his knowledge, he shall bring as his offering a kid of goats. So one is bringing bull, the other one is bringing goats. Because of the magnitude of how God classifies those who hold, who hold, who hold the pulpit or who stand to share his word. But the good news is that the Bible says that and the bull offering and the goat offering, everything, the blood of Christ is greater than all. But I just want us to be mindful of the, of the, of the potential consequence 
when somebody who is in a position of influence falls versus those who are not. Mm. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So, and that is the joy that we have because Romans chapter 8 later says to us, so let's go, don't worry, let's, so you have, next one please, so you have the priests and the layman, the picture, the priest oh. and the layman, so this is what the priest has to bring for his own offering. Mm. And the layman will have to bring a goat. But each one of them, the Bible says they have to place their head, their hand, on the head of the animal. So when that animal begins to go, now when they place their hand, what they are declaring over it is their sin. And when that animal goes before God, God can identify whose, whose animal this is. And that is why when we come to worship Jesus, let's go to the next slide. As the, 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 the wise men did, they brought this gift not to come and recognize him for who he is. And man means because of his sacrifice. If your gratitude to God does not involve the foundation of his sacrifice, it is going to be a challenge. Mm. God, God grants understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So that is why when we go home to Hebrews chapter um, sorry, Hebrews chapter 13. Now, okay, let's go to that Romans chapter 8, sorry, quickly. He says, now, this is how God sees things. The Bible says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him for us all, will he not also give us other things? What is he saying? The Bible is saying that the foundation of your gratitude has to be the sacrifice of, God, of Christ. That is what brings a stable reason to be grateful to God in whatever situation we are in. Hebrews chapter 13. Uh, we'll just read that last part of the scripture. You know, we were reading it. We just talked at verse 14. So the Bible says, let us, he said, let us go out of the camp bearing reproach. Having, for, for, for here we have no continued city, but we seek the one to come. He said, therefore, what is therefore? For this reason, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. That means that we may not, we may be bearing reproach. Things may be difficult. But because we understand the basis of our thanksgiving, he said, therefore, let us continually offer praise. That is, the fruits of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Therefore, by him, so that means, therefore, by Jesus, 
by the standard, by the foundation of Calvary. The sacrifice of praise is not for everybody. It is, first of all, has to come through the understanding of what Jesus did and his sacrifice for us. And through him, or by him, we offer praise continually. Now, what does, what does that mean? It means that it is not only church service. Mm. It means that, now, this is the understanding that, that David had. The Bible says about David that David will praise God seven times a day. Please, do you understand that praising God seven times a day, that included the day that his, his house was burnt, that included the day that his children were kidnapped and died, that included the day where he tore his clothes and because the son of Bathsheba, um, um, Bathsheba died, that included the day his son wanted to kill him. But how did this man, that's what we're looking at today. How did this man, how were they able to maintain a stability of gratitude, a stability of praise? Now, what is he saying? Now, he said this kind of praise that we're talking about, it has to be done continually. And it is the fruit of your lips. What does that mean? It is not the praise of, uh, well, you know, when things happen, at times you might be careful what you want to say. Or maybe you are within your friends. You say, no, this kind of praise, it has to come out of your mouth. It is not the praise that you say, I understand. Or God, God sees my heart. This is not sacrifice or praise. It's not the praise that God sees my heart. That's why Paul emphasizes and says, it is the fruit of our lips. So that means that when something happens, you go, God, I thank you. The fruit of your lips. Even though things may be difficult, you would say, God, well, even though I just lost a friend, I thank you because he's going to heaven, because he gave his life to Christ. What is that? The foundation. The foundation of, the, of, 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 of what Jesus did. May God grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. These were the things that, if you look at the early Christians during the pandemic, people were surprised at how they were able to, you know, they were so, they were so excited. See, there was a, there was a start that was done, I think if I'm right, during the, um, one of these concentration camps and things like that, they saw that people who were within the Christian community died less, died, um, let, they had a lesser death rate than those that were without, without Christ. And they found that one of the reasons that they were just, the gratitude, mm -hmm. And that is why the Bible now says, now when, when your lips, that is when you will not forget other people to still see that you have something to share. See, when you are down, when you feel that the whole world is against you, you will have nothing to share. But when you have gratitude, when your lips is not seasoned, the Bible says, 
and such sacrifice, God is well pleased. Mm. Now we will hand it on that note on that on that part. God is well pleased. Please take note of this word. God is well pleased. So as we go to Proverbs 16, verse 7, he said, When a man's ways pleases the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. We are not talking about the consequences of gratitude. We've laid the foundation that will not stop that gratitude coming. And he said, is even his enemies will be at peace with him. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3, verse 13. He said, Your harsh words against me, said the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said, is it, it, it is useless to serve God. Let's read it. What profit is it that we have kept this ordinance? Now, I have been going to church. I have served him. I have done everything. But yet, see what has come to me. He said that we have walked as mourners before the Lord of hosts. So that, so now we call the proud, so now we call the proud blessed for those who do wickedness are raised up. They even tempt God and go free. How many people are in that position? That you feel in your heart that God has been unjust to you. That you feel in your heart that you know, in this time, now the Bible says, let's go on please. He said, then those who still remain in God, those who fear God, those who, who, who give reference to his name, who would say, God, in all I give you praise. The Bible says that while they were speaking to one another in their house, when, they were, when the husband was talking to the wife, how are we going to survive in this time? When the, when, when the mother was talking to, his, to their children, don't worry, I know that daddy has lost his job, but we would, God will see us through. The Bible says, then the Lord listened and heard them. He took a book of remembrance as it was written before him. For those who feared God and who meditated on his name, so that means that they occupied themselves with the gratitude how powerful God is. You know, there could be different things that can... I've discovered one thing. The more you look, the more you can see what meditating, what to think more about who God is. You know, I went for a first day training at my workplace and we were talking about how to perform um, 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 this um, CPR. CPR on on people. 
and was describing, you know, when you have studied biology a long time, you don't really remember a couple of things. But when the guy was discussing how the heart functions, how the heart takes oxygen through the nose, goes through the lungs, and it goes through the left heart, and the lung pumps, the lungs, the lungs, um, the lung pumps oxygen, and it takes oxygenated blood down to one side, it deposits the oxygen and it picks out in one or the ventricles or the they 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 take the arteries bring down the oxygenated one the ventricles take the non-oxygenated blood back and they begin to read and I'm like you know you just see how great how great God is the guy was saying that when you are performing CPR on someone how do you know that that person will be able to survive? And I was like, you know, and he said that, you know, in, in the here now, when you breathe oxygen in, you, with the whole component of here that you bring, that we breathe in, we only take in 21% oxygen. So that means when you are breathing in, the, the, the amount of oxygen you are breathing in at a particular time is 21%. And what is interesting is that your body will only make use of 5% oxygen. Then it pumps out the 16%. That is why when somebody gives you CPR, no matter this out of the 16% that is coming out, even if that 16% is not enough, even they can only give you, if maybe they are tired and they're just breathing into you, and the only thing they can breathe is 10%, you still have 5% more than what you should have. And I was like, who sat down? A God sat down and said, a day will come when they will need to help one another. I need them to be able to get more than they can desire. And I sat down in the lecture theater and I was like, how great is this God? How great is this God? The last picture we will read is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. The Bible says, in everything. It's interesting that the Bible is not a modified book. If I would have written it, I said, when when things are good, you give thanks. But the Bible says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.